0: I'm Patrick. And this is Will. And I'm Chris. And we are Guys with Issues. And in today's issue, we are going back to Ninja Turtles, but to the future. In the Ninja last Trudle's Ronin butt. in a DeLorean. I knew you were. <laughs> oh, man. That would be cool. That
1: would be cool. Yeah.
0: But we are talking about The Last Ronin. Yep. Five part miniseries by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. They brought the old team back together.
2: Sweet. Yeah. Got the band back together. Well,
0: different artists, but yeah, they actually worked together on it. But it. Bit. So, did you listen to this week's episode to be able to verify? if things were, le- or last week's to see if things were left in? Nope.
1: <laughs> Surprising nobody.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, we have things to talk about before that, though. We do. Like, we have actual stuff to share.
1: Uh, s- surprisingly.
2: We always have stuff to share, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, but the last few times has been food-related, right?
0: And some of today's... Is, <laughs> what is better to share... Than food. That, you know, that's, oh.
1: that was a good point.
0: Yeah. I love sharing food. There's just something that connects people over food.
1: Right. It's the food.
0: <laughs> uh, Hunger.
1: Hunger, yeah. you know.
0: Now, I am going to say, I'm not going to talk about the event, but we did celebrate my son's fifth birthday. That was cool. Yeah. Had a good time. But we have real stuff to talk about, like a trip... With one of our listeners, we actually hung out with multiple listeners. Will didn't because according to our coworker, who's a good friend of, uh, you know, Patrick and I, uh, in their words, Will didn't go to the taste of Philly. That sounds about right. But he wasn't feeling well, and it was very snowy.
2: Oh, is this when my...
0: No, this was the... Well, this is when we were going to go get a sandwich. Um. And you were like I'm not going to go.
2: Right.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. It wasn't technically because, podcast related. Now I wasn't supposed to share that because that person was like I don't want him to not like me. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I was I like I know
2: exactly who you are. And
0: <laughs> I said, "He'll appreciate that you said that about him." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I was like, yeah. So Taste of Philly. Taste of Philly. We were told in Patricks yearning for a good sandwich
1: in Roanoke Virginia
0: <laughs> not Virginia not Virginia but in Roanoke but in Roanoke yeah there's a a little sandwich place I mean it's small
1: it's small yeah
0: like there yeah, were yeah. what two tables and the and like the sidebar we sat at yeah. and when I say sidebar I don't mean like a bar. We weren't in a bar. We were We're talking about like a, a deli shelf. counter, kind of shelf, like a, it was a shelf. It was a shelf. Yeah. With bar stools on it. Cuz when hand. people leaned on it, it almost wanted to let go. Right. <laughs> uh, but Patrick, what'd you think?
1: I thought their sandwiches were amazing and I want to go back.
0: So, we got Philly cheesesteaks. We didn't. Because that's what they're known for cuz they make them traditional cuz he's from Philly. Right. And but he imports you, all of his stuff from Philly, I
1: believe. Y- yes. Mm-hmm.
0: But you also got like a, like a Just normal. Just an Italian tub. Yeah. How was that?
1: I want to get it again.
0: It was that good? It was delicious. It wasn't even toasted. No. But like the bread was the kind of bread you were talking about. You Like yeah, when you said was, you wanted a good sandwich. That yeah, was good. Cool. Yeah. You missed out. Will. You yeah. You missed out. I did. Will was zoning out. He was listening to Badger. I, I was think.
1: listening. <laughs> he was falling asleep to my sultry voice. Mm,
0: yes, the soft tunes of uh, Yeah. I almost said your last name and inside <laughs> Yes. The
1: The Soft Tunes of B.
0: <laughs> what a terrible thing to have to insert. Um so yeah. The sandwich the Philly the Philly Steak and cheese was good. It was good. It was. I enjoyed it. Was it. Tasty. I they would, also I do also ha- like house shoestring fries. They make them in house. Yep. Cut up the fries from
2: actual shoestrings. Yep. yep. Yep.
0: They ask if you want them to use your shoestrings, um, but we it's both a kept yeah. It is. They knock a couple bucks off sure. if you use your nice. shoestrings. Um, but uh, I will say the one thing that we're going to warn you not to get. The, the breaded mush- mushrooms. The breaded mushrooms. Nope. No. No, not even a little. Not, no. Hmm. I got them thinking, man, with everything else being so good, I bet they have good breaded mushrooms. But I'm pretty sure they're just like frozen breaded mushrooms that they throw in the right. deep fryer. They're, da- I don't, they're not breading them there. They're no. not. Where their fries are done there, their mushrooms are probably just bought and thrown into a, a fryer.
1: Right, but don't get us wrong. We still
0: finished those mushrooms. We still ate them. Yeah. Um, but it was just your normal... Your normal like everyday breaded mushroom, nothing, nothing special. Nothing special. So save the money. Don't buy that if you get something there, something extra. Sure. Don't don't buy those. So,
1: but sandwiches. No, but the very good.
0: sandwiches and the fries were pretty good. If you like shoestrings, yeah, st- the fries were good. Man, that is so hard. I keep tripping over shoestring.
2: You're 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 tripping <laughs> tripping over your shoestrings. Is that what you're Dang saying? It. That <laughs> yep, that's, what that's what he's saying. <laughs> Why you always tie your shoes kids p s a yeah
1: life coach
0: life coach well <laughs> life coach will i'm yeah. gonna
2: I'm just gonna say I think shoestring <laughs> fries are the most annoying kind of fry to eat
0: why yes, because it's just why? like
2: every time I have them they're usually soggy,
0: okay, All that's night. true they they're generally not as crispy I sure. enjoy
2: a nice crisp fry. Okay. And then it's like, you can never just pull. You got to like clump them. Like Mm -hmm. you always just like clump and then dip. Clump and dip. And so like it's, you just get a big wad of soggy (laughs) potatoes.
0: Yeah. But listen, I like eating big wads of soggy potatoes. (laughs) That is such a terrible phrase. Put it on his shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I don't want to wear that shirt and bobble. <laughs> I, 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 I just wear it to bed. Uh, yeah, I well, guess so. If you
2: think about it, it's a great conversation starter. It really <laughs> is. People be like, what's your shirt about? And be like,
0: well...
1: Oh, <laughs> well, you see, I have this podcast.
0: Uh, and no, it's not about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it has
1: nothing to do with potatoes.
0: <laughs> uh, I can see where you're coming from on that. I do. I can I can understand mm-hmm. that. Shoestring aren't my favorite either, Um. But But those were good shoestring fries. But I enjoy. I didn't drop it. It fell out of my pocket.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gravity made that happen.
0: Gravity stole my phone right out of my pocket. Uh, but I enjoy. Like, what kind of French fry do you like? Then, like, is there? So, like, uh, if you go to Five Guys, Five Guys have a good fry. Okay. Um, But they're not. I wouldn't think those are crispy enough. But But they're crispier. So is it, it because they, they're thicker that you like those bit thicker, a little but better?
2: You, you can't go too thick. Like if you go, so like, do you
0: like steak fries or are you certain
2: a, steak fries are okay? I don't like but steak like, fries. It's they're, they're too
1: much.
0: So because if a steak fry gets too too uh, excited, it becomes like a potato wedge, right?
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> like
1: yeah, I like the fries at Hunters.
2: Those yeah, those, those are, are good. good. Hun- Hunters like does the have biggest
0: fry. fry. I think. Rallies has good fries. Ooh, fries. I does have not have eaten
1: fries. in Rallies. They're like shoestring, but they're years.
0: crispy shoestring. They are they're crispy. slightly bigger. You've ne- fifteen years? Yeah, it's been over fifteen years, dude. They have some of the best chili cheese dogs you can get at any chain.
1: I mean, we're gonna have to <laughs> test this theory. Okay, we're gonna have to get them from there and then some from Portillo's, and we'll see.
0: Now, oh uh, uh, yeah, Portillo's <laughs> is a yeah. close second to me. They are.
2: I think Red Robin's fries are about as big as you can get without For being steak too fries, big mean? as
0: far as steak fries go.
1: I could see that. I
0: like their gar. They do like a garlic Parmesan one, right? It has been a, yeah. a while
1: yeah. since I've been eating there, but I think I remember it.
0: Yeah. I can't. Re- dude, I can't remember the last time I was at a Red Robin because there are so many places that do burgers now. When Red Robin, when I first went there, I feel like my burger options were much smaller as far as restaurants, yeah. Yeah. but but burger restaurants have become such a thing that it's hard for me to want to go to Red Robin.
1: That's because burgers are delicious.
0: Yes. Yes. Yep. Look at us, talking about food. Talking about food. <laughs> it's because we had to talk about going with, with Joel. Right. Because Joel was like, listen, if you need sandwiches- And I you. did. and I And I went along. Who am I kidding? And Joel's uh kids came. I still do. You oh still there's know. your kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. Couple of kittens. Yeah. We had fun. Yeah. We did. So the other thing, well, before we jump into our other banter piece, you had Venturi Pizza.
1: I had Venturi Pizza. In yes, Goshen. In Goshen.
0: What'd you think? It was delicious. It it is. I want to go back. Um, it's my wife's I favorite restaurant. I Really want
1: to get another one of the truffle pizzas because that was so good.
0: Yeah, you let—is that the one you let me try? It was right. It, yeah. Was that the one you had the leftover? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. Well, I mean, you tried. Their both mushrooms of the were leftovers. good. I didn't try the margarita. Didn't you? Mm-mm. I just—I've had it before. I tried the truffle. Okay, I had I, one piece. I,
1: I, yeah, I made you guys have the. A... Yeah. Right.
0: That was really good. I it agree. was,
1: and and it was better at the.
0: Oh, I'm sure fresh. Place, yeah. Oh, yeah, for oh. sure. Mm.
2: Love a good margarita pizza.
0: They have some of the best margarita pizza I've ever had.
1: It, yes. It uh, is that very good.
2: margarita pizza we got at Gen Con when we went, we ordered. Mm-hmm. That was some dang good margarita pizza. It was. Ah, oh,
1: Gen Con. I don't remember doing don't that with you. That most I don't think of my you sister. did. Yeah.
2: yeah nah. You were at Gen Con that year. I was.
1: But. I still remember you picked up a role playing game and you said you were going to run a game for us.
0: <laughs> I did do that, didn't I? You did. Polaris? Was that yeah. Polaris? Yeah. 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 And then I read the rule book going, I'll take it over. I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. And I read the rule book. I
1: feel like I didn't know this part. Go on.
0: Yeah. And it's super interesting the way that it's built and designed. And that's as far as we got. <laughs> yeah. But Polaris, super cool game. Basically the idea that it's kind of a cyberpunk submarine kind of, yeah, <laughs> like underwater sanctuary. You know, That's cool.
1: talking about submarines.
0: Oh, good segue.
1: We also did something else.
0: Yeah, we yeah. were a part of a submarine.
1: Yeah, with an excellent captain.
0: <laughs> he did a great job. Yep. His radio man dropped a ball at one point, <laughs> and he had to pick up the slack.
2: And his first mate dropped a mine. Right At one point. <laughs> and then help shoot a torpedo.
0: To be fair, I, I fixed my mistakes. We got back on we track. We got back on we track. We got back on track. So we were like, I was one spot off at the end. So I felt pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> one spot's pretty minimal. They in have
1: game. no idea what we're talking about.
0: So do you want to tell them? <laughs> do you want to tell them?
1: Sure. So we played a game called Captain Sonar with my sister and brother-in-law.
0: Because they won the butt shovel contest. Because they won the butt shovel contest. They said that's what they wanted their prize to be. Yep. Instead of being on the podcast, they wanted the podcast to come to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then yeah. we
1: beat them yeah. at Captain Sonar because we were all on the same ship.
0: Well, we technically,
2: were. we're
1: one and one. They
0: well, won. we were they, being they, caught That, was a, that game. was a
1: practice thing, and I'm not counting it dang. It
0: years. was turn-based practice teaching, and then we played a real game and whooped them. Not really well well, I mean, we were <laughs> They were like a it move was away. A very close. They game. were like a move yeah. away from killing. They us. knew exactly where we were. Yeah. But it was an epic finish.
2: It was yeah. the first game I ever played where like everybody's constantly doing something. Mm-hmm. Like both teams are like real time moving and figuring stuff out. It was pretty good. Yeah, I really like that. It's a fun
0: game. It is considered a party game, which I find interesting because there's a lot going on. You
1: need a lot of people. That's why it's considered... I was going to say You need
0: eight people. (laughs) I mean, you
1: can do it with less, but then more people have to pay attention to more things. Yeah. It's best with eight people, in my opinion.
0: Plus, it does get a little rowdy. It was fun. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of funny moments, like little things, that, like pass having to draw the thing and then (laughs) the other person has to sign off and... Like it's it yeah it, it's it was a good experience. There is a lot of fiddly things going on, but it's it's pretty straightforward though.
1: Yeah, the rules sound a little complicated, but they're really not.
0: No, once you play it once, you're like, oh, I get this. Mm-hmm. I
2: get it. Especially because right. it in the game the uh, the roles are um divided up, so not everybody has to pay attention to all the ru- uh, rules. Right. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's
0: true. You only need to really know the rules for what role you're playing.
2: Unless you're the captain, in which case you kinda of have to keep track of all of the rules and what everybody's doing and right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. as the captain needs to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the
2: captain occasionally needs to point at the table and be like, Stop destroying my sonar systems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was That's I, that's really what got us on that practice round. I just like that you leaned over and you're like, Not that one, that one <laughs> Hey, sometimes you gotta step in, right? That was the captain has to give orders.
1: Yeah, our engineer didn't have a lot of life experience yet.
0: No, no, nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what ha- when you're when you're like under ten years old, it's hard to be part of a submarine. Sure, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that statement is true. That statement is it,
1: true, but that implies something I, that's not.
0: Hey, let the audience decide. Sure. Uh, we also played the game Earth, mm-hmm. which...
1: Was that the name of it, just Earth, or was it Earth. something else? Mm-mm, it's Earth. Okay.
0: We played Earth. <laughs> and
2: there was no dirt.
0: No, there was lots of dirt.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a lot of dirt. Yeah.
2: But no, like, actual dirt. Well, yeah. Well, was, I mean...
0: <laughs> cardboard and stuff. Cardboard it's cardboard dirt. has a lot of cardboard dirt. But here's the thing. We thought it was fun. Did we have fun? Did we like that? Yeah. But it was, uh, it has a lot of cards. And it feels like some of the game is too heavily uh, geared towards being lucky on the cards you happen to draw. And the decks are so large, or the deck is so large that it seems to water down the possibilities, in my opinion, a little bit. Um, if any of you out there in podcast land or um, have played Terraforming Mars or Arc Nova, supposedly this is in line with those types of games, but plays a little quicker.
1: Yeah, but I still think I liked Arc Nova a little better.
0: So on the board game snobs discord that I'm on, mm-hmm. I brought up that I played Earth and the only other person that had played it there, um said that they too felt like the random luck side of the draw was a little too skewed in that game and that they prefer uh, the other two games over it. But they aren't huge fans of those deck-driven sure, like mechanics or something. Anyway, we're not a board game podcast.
2: But we could be
0: we oh we could easily be a board game podcast, yeah. um but here's here's a question for you Will mm-hmm. that was very different than most of the games you've played
2: pretty different yeah cuz yeah. you
0: haven't played a lot of euros
2: no no
0: so what was your overall f- feeling about that game like what, what mean, what's your thoughts on
2: it? i enjoyed how active it was cuz uh, you know you would play like one player would choose an action it
0: like, was very straightforward yeah, too. the they, actions yeah, were very straightforward
2: they'd get to do more but everybody got to do something so you were always you were you were never just sitting there hmm. waiting for your turn which i kind of enjoyed because it kept you active kept you paying attention right um
0: but very it's one of those games, downtime
2: very little downtime it's one of those games you'd have to play it a couple times in order to get experienced enough to really understand like playing it the first time is kind of confusing but then like it if we played it again, a, right. I I feel like I would do a lot better because I came Probably. dead last,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it's just like <clears throat> you'd have to like because you could sacrifice some pieces to get other stuff, and so knowing like oh in the early parts of the game I need a lot more you know dirt tokens, so you can sacrifice your sprouts or whatever to get more right dirt so you could put more cards down and then being able to actually paying attention to the score modifiers probably also helps. But I kind of lost track of all that. So, like, one of the points, like, some of the downsides, yeah, there's random, and there's a lot you got to keep track of because there's that whole separate card that has all the other extra scoring stuff, and then you have one card that, you know, at the end, I think Kristoff scored, like, 70 points or something just off of that.
1: ridiculous. (laughs) Right.
2: And... It wasn't until like three quarters of the way through I remembered I even had something like that. <laughs> so but yeah, overall, overall you overall, you overall it? I did have fun.
0: Cool. I'm glad. I wondered. I've yeah, been I, wanting to ask you like your broader thought on it. But yeah, we want to say thank you to Christoph and Heather. Yeah. We had a really fun time. Big thank you. And you very, gave us uh, really tasty snacks.
2: I was yep. gonna say they were very uh
0: hospitable hospitable mm,
2: i almost yeah. said hostile but i'm like no nope, that's not the right <laughs> yeah, word there's, it's not a, the there's right supposed word. to be a p in there
0: well i mean christophe is competitive he was a little hostile when he was shooting at us so yeah he definitely.
2: had this maniacal grin on his face and he's like yes more torpedoes more
0: <laughs> oh, that sounded just like him i think he was cackling when he <laughs> uh but no we had a lot of fun we want to do it again uh, I was looking at my games that I want to sell pile, and I pulled Wasteland Express Delivery Service out of it, thinking maybe they, maybe it'd be a good trip to take that over, and have and have them play it with us.
1: Well, we got to play Windward again sometime too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't want to play that again. I want to go out on top. You play without me. <laughs> <laughs> I want my one game experience of that to be when I had an epic win. So you're one, really one of
2: those guys that. <laughs> You go, I retired. You go golfing for the first time. Your first ever official swing on any golf course. You get a hole in one. I'd be like, I'm done. You sell done. your clubs, and you never walk <laughs> into a golf course again.
0: I'm like, 100%, I am done. I can't, I can't exceed this. Yeah.
2: Actually, no guy, that happened to him. Like, he Shut would, up. No, he would go to the field behind his house with his sons, and he would drive. So like he had a lot of experience in just like, driving golf balls, but he'd never actually gone to a course. And so I, like it was like Father's Day or his birthday or they were on vacation. Whatever. His him and his boys went out to an actual golf course, first hole, swung, hole in one. He never golfed again. <laughs> He's the my parents mechanic for years.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: Yeah. But
1: that would make me want to golf more.
0: Because you're like, I must be good at this.
1: Right. And then yeah. I would get uh, disabused of that notion yeah. extremely <laughs> fast.
0: You're like, "Wow, my perception of everything is changing the more holes <laughs> I play." And then, and then you'll think back on this story and go, "I should have quit. Should have quit. Should have quit." <laughs> well, you do golf weekly right now. Yeah. Yeah, and you have tons of fun doing it. I do. So
1: I don't do very well, but I have tons of fun. You know, doing Will.
0: It. Will loves to golf. I know. You like, still to go to that uh, virtual golf? Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Smacking the ball, hitting the screen. Gettin'. It's Gettin'. not a screen.
1: I think uh, Will and I have a tentative golf plans this summer.
2: Yes, we do.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. I have tentative plans. <laughs> what are they? I don't know. They're tentative. <laughs> I haven't decided. it's is down the road. So you
1: tentatively have plans?
0: Yeah. uh uh-huh. Yeah. Good or ones that'll be fun.
2: Of course. Tentatively plans to have plans. Tentative yeah. plans to have...
0: Tentative plans. Tentative plans. Ooh. That's. It's
2: the most non committed a person can probably be. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, right? I
0: may make plans down the road. Uh, m- Maybe. Mm. About making some plans <laughs> down the road.
1: Okay. I might think about making some plans <laughs> at some point in the future.
0: But I plan to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've planned for this next part. <laughs>
2: uh, at least somebody has.
0: And you know what? Sometimes the plan. The best plan is the direct approach. Sometimes right. you just got to assault from the front gates.
2: Sometimes assault those front gates,
0: like a French fry, just not the shoestring kind. <laughs> front
3: shoestring might, front
0: gates because you might trip. If, it's the if you kind. had front gates that needed tied like a shoe, <laughs> I got nothing. Okay, I was just getting ready. No. Oh. Because we have a synopsis on the way. Yes. A synopsis on the way. Boy, I cannot talk today. Okay. I mean, I can talk a lot, but I can't say things. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk without saying anything. <laughs> My words.
1: Sounds like our podcast. <laughs> it's just a bunch of
2: words that don't mean anything. Maybe that's our issue.
1: Maybe. <gasps> oh,
0: man. that's
2: nice to bring it back in the circle.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means. So,
2: so synopsis time. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> I remembered this time. <laughs> the last Ronin focuses on an older Michelangelo as he fights against Shredder's grandson Oroku Hiroto. 16 years ago, Splinter, Leonardo, Donatello and Ralph, uh, I mean Raphael,
3: <laughs> were killed in the nice. fight against
2: the Foot Clan. Devastated, Mikey spends years in isolated training in the mountains. After feeling like he has mastered all the skills his father had to teach him in the journal Splinter kept, he returns to New, returns to New York to finally put an end to the feud that claimed his family's lives. After his first attempt failed, he wakes up to find that April is still alive, having thought she died in the explosion that killed her husband, Casey. Not only is she alive, but she also gave birth to a daughter named Casey. <laughs> April and Casey are leaders in the rebellion against Hiroto, who has claimed all of New York as his territory. Mikey teams up with them in one last showdown to determine the freedom of the city. Will he avenge his family, or will Hiroto dine on mutant turtle soup? Find out today yeah. on Guys With Issues.
0: Noise. <laughs> ding. What was that? <laughs> Ding. Oh, ding, ding. Ne- <laughs> nobody said the word. But you dinged. I did, ding. Let's not start that again, okay? <laughs> okay. Starting again.
1: For the first time, for the last
2: time.
0: For the first. <laughs> so, overall, what'd you guys think? Will you pick this one?
2: I did pick this one. I had heard uh, quite a few good things about it. Like, it was on some people's top reading lists, it came up in some of my YouTube videos, mm. like suggestions. People would talk about it, I think when we were first starting this, it was one of those things I put on our little spreadsheet about you know comics we w- we would like to read right, so I finally had a chance to like slide that in there and now we now we read it, and I like it
0: you did i did Enjoyed I did really it? like it, yeah, cool, cool, Petruchio, yes, add really good art hmm. yes, did you like, like the art did you did yeah, you enjoy I, the art overall
2: overall yeah, I like how uh I had, like, you know, the main aesthetic, but then, like, when Mikey was, like, having his flashback moments, they were in, like, that old black and white, like, the original, like, when we read the first. Uh-huh. It was, like, back in that art style. Right. And then, you know, some of his the other flashbacks that happened were kind of different, too, so it kind of let you know exactly what timeline you were kind of in, because... It did jump around quite a lot, but I never. Just by like changing the aesthetic, you can kind of understand exactly like where you are, like what you're, what you're reading, and
0: mm-hmm. right. Oh yeah,
1: it was it was nice. It wasn't like action comics.
0: Oh, where oh, sometimes wait. you're like, is what? is this now? What's is it later? On? Is this the future?
2: When am I?
0: Well, this was not written by Grant Morrison. <laughs> So Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman worked on this. Uh, who are the ones that wrote the issues of the Ninja? They they are the main uh, original um, IDW Ninja Turtles uh, creators. The ones that did those eight issues that we read uh, a couple months back. Okay. Um, that we all liked a lot mm-hmm. with right the with the, the science ship. argument, the mutagen thing. Right. So. Um, yeah, so that, uh, the creative team behind that was part of this, along with Peter Laird, who is one of the original co-creators, and it's the first, like, Turtles book in years and years and years that I think he had his name attached to. I think, well, I want to say he worked on issue 100 of the IDW series. Um, that was, like, the first time he'd come back t- with Kevin Eastman, and they um, and they worked together again. But uh, this is based off of a concept that they had back when they were doing the original series like that we read issue 1 of like early early on. Right. So the original series from the early 80s. Mhm. This uh this was after they wrote like issue 11 of that original series. They started spitballing what to do next and they were like, "Well, what what would the story look like if the turtles were like eight, 30 years in the future and like they just started like doing all these notes and coming up with these ideas." And so Kevin Eastman revisited those notes to create this story.
1: Cool.
2: So it's like 31 tell they kinda... years in the making. Oh. Uh-huh. You can tell they I guess I went. Like sorry, will.
0: I said early 80s, late eight, mid to late 80s, actually, sorry.
2: sorry. You could tell they went back to those roots because it was a lot bloodier, a lot darker, you know. Than... Right.
0: And very like, I'll show them who bleeds thing again. Yeah. Like That's, it had that kind yeah. of dialogue again. That's
1: literally my first note, because uh, I take notes when I read these.
0: Yeah, I have been too.
1: Literally my first note was, this is dark.
0: yeah. Because so, it is. It's a dark story. So a lot of people um, compare this to the Batman story, The Dark Knight Returns, which is the Frank Miller story that's super famous. If you look up Batman must-read lists, I would say over half of them, if not the just the vast majority, um, put The Dark Knight Returns as like the number one must-read Batman story. And it is also about Batman in the future and, like, society is terrible, and um, it's the Batman that you kind of get with Batman v Superman. That's where that fight takes place that's based, like, the movie based it on. It's from Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, like, his bat armor and all of that is from that that uh, comic book. Um, and Frank Miller that created it is also the one that created things like uh, Sin City, and he created 300. Um, but this is, this is compared to that by a lot of people. They basically just call it The Dark Knight Returns of Ninja Turtles um, because this has a very similar vibe to it as that comic. Okay. Um, there was more political commentary and importance uh, in The Dark Knight Returns, which is why it's considered such a societal piece um, and why I think it has the longevity it has. I don't think that this would be lauded for that kind of thing at all. This is more of just an entertainment piece. Um, where Dark Knight Returns would be among something like Watchmen, but uh, but the Last Ronin definitely has that like I don't know if you'd call it post-apocalyptic, but kind of that vibe uh, that dystopian like, dystopian future. future that would be a better better description. I concur. Um, so did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to talk about it. I bought it as it came out. Where? Um, so I have, I subscribed to it. The issues were expensive because they're bigger than normal and they have a different binding and they're like nine bucks an issue when you mm. buy them singles. Uh, the, when the first issue came out, it had a low print run and the aftermarket was going for like 80 bucks for issue one or something. So I actually have a first print issue one and a second print cause I didn't want to open the first print. I, cause sure. I didn't want to bend the spine no. because they're bound. Any dumb collector stuff, right? Dumb collector's stuff. Um, so it I actually have two, two issues of one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it the first time I read it. And this was one case where I felt I had kind of forgotten a lot of aspects of it, though. It's weird. I did not retain much of it in my first read. So revisiting, it felt less like a revisit and more like a fresh read this time. It was weird. That's cool, though. It is, because usually on my revisits, my opinion drops a little bit, because I've already... Like, I know that surprises, and I know... Oh, it. yeah. Now, I remembered it was Michelangelo. That's a huge twist, by the way. So when they announced this, and nobody knew wh- which turtle it was, they had, like, six months of advertising for this comic before they ever released it. Yeah. And then, you know, the last page of the first issue shows that it's Michelangelo.
2: Right. Which I think they did... it I could see that, because it was... Because uh, he has the voices of his brothers in his head mm-hmm. basically throughout the whole thing until the very end
0: till the last issue yeah Right. He,
2: he's like you know i've had he's enough. haunted
0: by the ghosts of the turtles yeah mentally
2: and so the entire time i think we had already talked about this and Perhaps. It's, it's come across my research and stuff so i had already known
0: oh you knew who who which turtle That's it a was
2: bummer. i did but uh, yeah i thought that was a cool
0: like a good reveal. Good reveal. Did yeah. you did you like it? The reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what, what overall like thoughts? I mean, Will Will shared quite a bit in the beginning. Like, what what are your kind of overall thoughts on it? Besides being dark, and you liked it, Patrick. I mean,
1: I I like the art as well. Mm. Um. I like the, the a lot of the same things Will did.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think. Uh, it's it's easy to appreciate so much of it like like there's a lot of cool things that happen there's a lot of interesting parts it is well written the pacing's good Mm -hmm. um weird to see baxter stockman's like some crazy like cyborg or something like yeah the assault on baxter's fortress is like it It, feels like a an assault you know what i mean
2: it was basically d-day because they were on a beach yes it was they were like Gunner's up above. Yeah, he's like I got to take down, those them down. When I was reading it, I was like I think they're trying to get almost like a Normandy feel. Normandy? Mhm. Like yep. storming the beaches kind of moment. Mhm. Which I thought was weird cuz you would think that would be more when they were going up against uh Herodo. I know like, yeah, I keep wanting Antech. to just say shredder. Yeah. Because like, like, he not... has a suit.
0: He's ba- he's like He does. He Shredder's 'cause Cuz so you grandson. have like
2: Batman Beyond. So this is basically like Shredder Beyond. Yeah, right. Basically the same.
0: (laughs) That's a good. We'll just call him Shredder Beyond. Okay, Shredder Beyond instead of Hiroto. Beyond Shredder. But
2: yeah, yeah. but then you get to the end and it's like a one v one, you know, Michelangelo versus Shredder Beyond. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm like, okay, this is a lot better
0: than like a beaches of Normandy scene,
2: like him having all these other people because I'll get into that later because it's actually kinda like my favorite part. Mm. But
0: cool. Yeah, I there's there's a lot of things that I enjoyed. I um but I mean it's turtles, so who's surprised? No one. Right. Like no one's surprised. Um <laughs> uh yeah I'm trying to think of parts I wanna I wanna mention that aren't my favorite part. Um because I think I know uh, what my favorite part was. Um, I really like the art designs on like the the robot security forces. I thought they looked really cool. Yes. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, like the Robo foot soldier, like security. They just had like cool designs to some of those uh, bad guys. Um, also, I felt like, did you guys think that they drew April, especially in her initial reveal that she looked kind of like Sarah Connor from Terminator?
2: A little bit, yeah. Like, Did you think that? Yeah, but I, she I she had the same kind yeah. of like red hair. But like her but face. But then like the wrinkles on her yes. face and everything is like, what if we kind of mix those two together? It
0: looked like they were like, what if we take April? But we kind of morph her into Sarah Connor a little right? bit. Right? Yes. Well,
1: I was thinking the uh, Shredder suit was a lot like the... Uh liquid the terminator
0: t- t1000 or whatever it's Was called it, yeah something like yeah. that yeah 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 that's right you're right cause so the normal this is,
2: t- yeah. and there's all that like they have to like shut down the power <laughs> source for all the tech and everything yep
0: oh, so it's like it's a tmnt terminator is <laughs> what it is with some batman sprinkled in yeah cuz you got to have some batman <laughs>
1: <laughs> got to have some batman sprinkled in yeah it's the spice of life
0: I, w- I can, Batman is the spice of life. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> we're going to have quite the merch line. Heck one day. Yeah, we are. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I believe it. So, yeah, That those designs I thought were really cool. Um, I thought the seppuku moment. Oh, after he's like, oh, yeah. Dude, that was heavy. For those of you who don't know what seppuku is, it is when a samurai is dishonored, basically. Or like they they try to allow him a last moment of honor. It's
2: it's like ritual suicide.
0: Yeah. And so he fails in his initial assault on uh, Shredder Beyond's uh, big tower. And Because uh, one thing that I don't think we said is, it's basically like the island of Manhattan, but walled off. It's like a, yeah. a protected city. And so this big tower is where Shredder Beyond hangs out. It's his main base of operations. And Mikey does this huge assault and almost manages it in the first issue. Mm-hmm. But you know he's going to lose. <laughs>
1: right. It's the first issue.
0: And he's committed to, d- to doing this to the death. Like he's like, no, I'm gonna, like, like I'm going to die, uh, in this, and I don't care. I have to do it, and so because he has survivor's guilt, like he severe. does. Severe. That's, that's severe. One of the survivals main, for survivor's guilt.
2: The main, like, plots. One of the main yes. points. Because he the is story.
0: haunted by his yeah. brothers because right. of that. Yeah, and they're always telling him what to do, even in death.
3: Yep.
1: Just like when they were alive.
0: Dude, when he says that, he's like, this, this is almost as bad as when you were alive, or whatever he right. said. Like, Yeah. Um, but basically, he fails in the assault, and he's hurt, he's weakened, and he lays out all their masks and weapons and his father's book. And he's like, you know what? I failed, and I'm dying. I'm not going to let them take me and he sits down with Leonardo's sword and he's gonna and he's gonna commit commit the deed yep. and uh he is so weak that he collapses and that is when he is found by Casey and she saves him takes him yeah. to April and they revive they like save him basically and i liked that that was like a good moment i did too um and you you know you get to see April then, and they start rolling. I really liked the flashbacks in this, like when they would yeah. show how each of the brothers died. Right, those were so good.
2: They were very good. They were very like they died. It was all, in a fashion that suited their character. So like,
0: and the story of Ninja Turtles, yeah. Like so Raph like,
2: just got hot headed.
0: And oh man.
2: They like they got ambushed and he's like, Well, I'm just gonna go off on my own and go kick some foot clan butt.
1: You mean Ralph? Yeah, Ralph.
2: <laughs> okay. Wreck it, Ralph. He's gonna wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> and a little a little throwback to their fir- our first, to our first uh, uh, ninja turtles, turtles issue yeah, where I actually said Ralph instead of Raf. So yeah. Yeah. He uh, ends up losing to Shredder Beyond's mom
0: no yes yes yeah sorry you said shredder beyond but my brain heard shredder's mom and it's shredder's daughter it's karai yeah
2: yeah Yeah. shredder's daughter shredder beyond's mom she's (laughs) the interim shredder
0: (laughs) like the leader of the foot clan at the time yeah
2: Who i expected to kind of like i kind of wanted her to like wake up so she's in cryo
0: sleep because she almost dies rafa almost kills her yeah But he doesn't, and she's in like a cryopod that her son keeps her in. Which, by the way, when he kills her, (laughs) right? You just don't expect that, man. No, when he's like, yeah. Or how about I hated my mom and kills her? And or how about when he's by
2: himself on that rooftop and he's like running and he falls and he's just like, you see how insane he is because he's like, I am God. I. I'm the master of everything in this city. Nobody can do anything without me. Oh yeah! All of these peasants, the little
0: clubs.
1: Yeah, I know, right? That's what I feel like in my apartment. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa, uh, <laughs> that is actually not true. I know at it's at not all. true. I know it's <laughs> not
0: true. But it was a funny joke. It was a funny joke. I appreciate that you said it because we know you don't actually feel that way. Right.
1: <laughs> but I wanted to clear the air just in case I, anybody's listening. <laughs>
2: Well, nobody I work with listens to this, and they're all plebs, so...
0: <laughs>
1: well, then...
2: Okay,
0: we're going to move on before we all sound like Shredder Beyond. <laughs> but, yeah, he was nuts. Yeah, but, like, bef-
2: in the panels before... You know he's
0: nuts when it... Because he also kills one of his own guys, like, early on. But
2: you kind of expect that. Like, that's not as crazy. Yeah, I
1: mean,
0: that's a... That's Shredder... A, that's a normal bad guy. Normal bad guy. That's, like,
2: bag, that's like, standard... That is a cool panel, though, when it's got, like, his... The guy's skull and the stick and the crow's yeah, it, <laughs> eating it. And...
0: When he's like, yeah, or you get the same punishment he got, and it shows that his head is Yeah. Yeah. So like there you
2: know, okay, he's oh. a he's like a straight up like good bad guy.
0: Yeah, like he's a bad dude.
2: Yeah, he's bad. D- but boom. like yeah. In those moments Ooh, he, he was very much like in control. And in this one scene, you see just how absolutely insane right he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it it was I didn't uh-huh. I wouldn't necessarily say it was the same as the because uh, what was it? Blue Beetle the movie? No. No 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 no, no. What movie was it? Uh, it's uh Guardians of the Galaxy. So like the guy who was uh Star not Star Lord uh I'm botching this. Rocket's dad, like the scientist, yeah, he was like very much in control in most of the scenes. And then he just goes crazy. Right at the end. At the end. And that Mm -hmm. just causes him to lose. Whereas this, you see how crazy he is, but he never, that's not what is his downfall ultimately. Not really.
0: I mean, he is overconfident for sure. Overconfident.
1: Well, when you're thinking about that, about yourself, who wouldn't be?
0: Well, yeah, when you think that and you have a T-1000 suit that, like, can right. change and uh, self-heal and stuff, like, aside from Michelangelo's, uh, like, grenade and determination, like...
1: I mean, wasn't there also, like, big Foot Clan robot, police robot things, like, more like mechs? Like yeah, he been,
0: fought um, those earlier. Right. And then they shut, when they shut the grid down, all of them... I, I mean, re- it really
1: is Terminator.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they assaulted uh,
0: the beach for I mean, Stockman,
2: ca- Stockman had some, like,
0: super... They call them Terminators Beck. in the one scene. Somebody calls them Terminators, I think. Well, there you go. So, just yeah. as, like, a reference. Fan
1: theory confirmed.
0: <laughs> it is part of the Terminator universe. Right. <laughs> That's the fan theory. <laughs> Turtles
1: uh, are part of the Terminator universe.
0: Baxter Stockman created Skynet. <laughs> right.
1: <Yeah. laughs>
0: Dude, I would read that. I would read a crossover like that. We kinda did. Never mind. We, yeah, just we, did. we did. And, and it we did good. like and we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh n-
2: <laughs> I think there's actually a second part to this. Like it continues so, on.
0: So um it's not out yet. There is okay. there is the last Ronin two is coming out this year. Um they they've all they've confirmed. Is that it's a thing. They've shown the first few pages of the first issue, I think, you can find online. Like, they released it as a press thing. Mm. I think a- it comes out in the next month or two. Maybe it's March.
3: We're going to get on
1: a new comic book. Oh, we and it- subscribe to it yeah. and talk about what we think.
0: We haven't we done could. that yet. No, we've, we've spitballed it. Yeah. We could do it with the follow-up. They did make a sequel series already called uh, The Last Ronin, The Early Years, and it's a oh, prequel I I, series. I, I think I found that. Yeah, I, I own that one, up. too. That
3: where,
0: that's because I buy Turtles stuff. Is that where everybody dies? I think it's before they all die. It's the stuff that leads up to it. I think okay. it just fills in the backstory.
1: So I was just talking about the... Uh, like the, the Truce
0: and different things like that, maybe? Mm-hmm. Right. That's my guess. Or
1: or uh, Didn't you the, buy it?
0: I haven't read it yet. Oh. The... I do have it. I No, I haven't. So I subscribed to it, but I haven't picked it up. I'm pretty sure it's it's all in my backlog. Oh, I should go and get some of those. Yeah, I
1: probably have way too much. In yeah, there right you probably. Yeah, you probably should. I haven't. Yeah. You haven't been there in a while. Yeah.
0: I don't. I don't subscribe to much anymore. I mean, really, I think all I really subscribe to is stuff that's in the Turtles Run.
1: Probably. So I, don't know.
0: I need to. Yeah. I'm
1: not in charge of your subscriptions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not. You're right. Um. But anyway, so there are some spinoffs and a sequel coming out. Uh, Where Casey, so I did look it up uh, because I thought we might talk about it, and she wears like a half-mask samurai vibe, but of, was it a half-mask? But of like Casey Jones's uh, hockey mask. I wonder. And she looks scary, dude. And it looks like she's older, like it's even further in the future. Um, And I read a synopsis that basically says, you know, the city's kind of on the brink and everybody's out of control um which is what happens when and the front cover shows her jumping through the air and the new turtles behind her yeah so
2: because that's what happens at the end there's like this epilogue and you see that april has like this lab and there's a like a terrarium and there's four turtles in there because she had taken some of the blood from
0: michelangelo
2: so you kind of just assume she's
0: making new turtles
2: Made her some new Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah.
1: You know, as you do.
0: Yeah, you know. Tuesday because Michelangelo projects. does die in the end of this story. He does. He dies, and he's reunited with his brothers in a happy memory of the afterlife, or past life, or something.
2: Something. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Casey is also there. It's, Which it's he died, plenty. too. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, so he's hanging out with all his dead friends Yeah. at the end.
1: Right, as all happy endings are.
0: Yep, you hang out with your dead friends. That makes a good ending. All right. So yeah, that's. that's, that's Put it on a shirt. Uh, all happy endings are when you hang out with your dead friends. Um, but the the assaults. I also thought the fight with um, Casey Jones and Leo holding off everybody. Yeah, that, that was epic. Like all of the final stands are. Crazy cool. Yes, Donatello's with Splinter. Dude, Donnie was wrecking people with that bow staff. Yeah, he was. Like,
1: that's, that's what bow staffs do.
0: Oh man, no. But when those guys are standing there and Splinter cuts all three of their heads off with one strike, you're just like, well, he's he's done. Like, and he was. Very, this is Splinter like unleashed, man.
2: You could tell because he was very uncharacteristically like, Violet, you know, because he's just like, like, hold nothing back. Talking to uh, Donatello, he's like, hold nothing back, my son. Kill them all.
0: Yeah, and the... I mean, at that point, like, Raph was dead. Yeah. Um, Leo and... Casey died during that. I yeah. think that was like a joint strike moment.
2: I think they assumed uh, Mikey was dead, too, because he was technically there during the explosion, somehow survived.
0: By the way, that has one of my favorite lines of dialogue. I <laughs> wrote it down because I thought it was so good. I like when Mikey says, the explosion knocked me half across the halfway across the neighborhood and all the way to unconsciousness. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is a good line. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, Knocked me halfway across the neighborhood and all the way to unconsciousness. It was good, but yeah, yeah, because he's he was assumed dead as well. Yeah. Um, which again, you see how cowardly Hiroto is in that moment because he mm-hmm. just has them fire archer, like he just has his archers fire on everybody to kill him yeah. ultimately. And even then, they're like, dude, oh, that whole scene, every turtle death scene is like, oh man. Like yep. it is like these epic last stand moments and they all die badly. Mm-hmm. Like badly. I mean yeah. you live that violent life, you can die a violent death, right? That's that who
2: But like at the end when Mikey was storming the castle and he had to fight that like big guy with a big sword. Dude <laughs> and and he's he... just like, Well, I just gotta drop this guy real quick. Right. And then he goes in and fights the like the old crow robot thing oh and he's like oh man i can't take another hit like that i need something really big and, and like i had the... to, i had to do a double take i'm like what what did he grab and then there's like a little panel where you see the big guy's sword yeah. and they're both lying right next to each other yeah um, yeah He uses like that the was
0: big sword from the big dude yeah the buster sword basically basically yeah <laughs> the yeah yeah there were a lot of like really well choreographed epic moments It had a lot of those. Yep. But it also had good small moments, like him with April in the lair. Yep. It had a lot of good, a lot of good small moments.
2: Or like him with Casey. Yeah. uh, Daughter Casey. Yeah. When he became like her sensei, it was very Mm. much like a different dynamic. Right. Oh, yeah. But that's kind of when you see him becoming more of like the old Mikey Mm. because before he was very much. You know, not the same jokester kind of clown that it, everyone kind of assumes he is, but you kind of notice the further he gets to being, more like, more he accepts the deaths of his family and kind of suffers less from the survivor's guilt, that he uh, kind of starts becoming more of his older
0: hmm. I can see that.
2: Older self, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought you're gonna say yeep again. Yeep. Yep. So is there anything else I I wanted to make sure we covered all of the coolness. There was a there was a lot to mention. You guys ready to get into the rest of the structure? Sure. So favorite scene. Do you have a favorite scene? I mean, there's there's a decent
1: amount of them.
0: Like, legitimate. there. I I was like, wow, you could pick a lot of different scenes. A lot of them. Do you have a specific I'm, one, Will? Oh, kind of, I was going oh, to give you time I'm, if you weren't sure. I'm, Sorry.
1: I'm going to go with Mikey's death.
0: Oh, the finale. The finale. Hmm.
1: Just the lead up to it, just everything. I was,
2: yeah. So mine is kind of the same. It's really good. <laughs> mine is actually that Hold, moment because like.
0: So wait, when you, wait, wait, wait. When you say the death. Right. Hold on a second. I want. Do you mean like the moment he's like dead in the like mud, like his at like the death scene itself? Right, the
1: death scene itself.
0: Okay, when like Casey and April get there, right? And it's like okay. okay, yes, okay. I just wondered if you meant like the fight part of it I really liked
1: meant- the fight I liked everything leading up to it but mm-hmm. just, that was
0: <laughs> yeah when he's like falling and he's like oh right. this like, is man. gonna hurt right <laughs> okay yeah.
2: so mine is the same but like
1: we been every
2: yeah <laughs> the big thing about the Turtles comics and shows is when they win in the end they all kind of team up mm-hmm. and I'm like are they going to be able to pull that off in this <sighs>
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And so
2: at the end, he's fighting, and he's like, ah, this is a a gift from Raphael, and he stabs Mm -hmm. him in the hand, and he cracks him over the head with the bow staff, and he's like, ah, Donnie says, hello. And then he has the sword, and he stabs him through. He's like, regards from Leo, and then he finally- And then he pulls the he 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 has, like, this cloak on the whole time, and he finally rips it off. And it was, like, the only time in the entire comic that he pulls out his old nunchucks and then just yeah. starts going to town. And, and that's dude, what he, he
0: was wrecking him with that because those are his weapons.
2: Right. Yeah, so that's when he fully, be- like, returns to being Michelangelo and not the mm. Ronin. Yeah, dude, and
0: there's... That was good symbolism. It yeah, was. Yeah. It was. Because it also sim- symbolized that he finally let go of carrying his brothers with him. Yeah. Like, it was... It was good.
2: So it was like their final team-up. Yep. And you had that huge emotional part right beforehand because he's like, you know, I'm tired of you guys always telling me what to do. Go away. But then in that moment, it was like, you know, they were there fighting.
0: Mm. Yep. So, so you liked the end, and he liked the symbolism right before it, basically. Right.
1: I like yeah. the end, and then you saw him together with, and all that.
0: So and I the sh- emotional part of all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Though that scene was, yeah, every absolutely bit of what you guys said. Um, I'm going to pick a different one. I love the scene where he unintentionally, intentionally begins teaching Casey. Right. I love when (laughs) she like comes and attacks him, and he's like, "You're slow. (laughs) That's sloppy. Oh, how have you not been killed?" (laughs) And he's like drill sergeant instructing her as she's trying to fight him, and then he's doing it, and she's like, "Well, maybe if somebody would teach me, because I never." And then he's like, "Be ready tomorrow, you know, or whatever he says." And he takes her on, and he's like, "You're gonna call me sensei." And this is how it's going to be. It's going to be hard. I'm not taking it easy on you. And if you can't take it, don't ask. And she's like, yes, sensei.
2: <laughs> but that's like where you get your first clue that she actually has, like there's something different. Because she actually like shoves him. And, he and he's it. like, oh, you're not a white belt. You're Maybe that's actually a yellow belt. What the right. heck?
0: Yeah. Well, because that's one thing we haven't mentioned, is that Casey yeah. from the... Ex- <laughs> The, the, I'm not getting into it. Just, this is, just say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is bad science. I'm done. <laughs> uh, but from the uh, continuous exposure to the Ninja Turtles, who radiate something from mutagen, I guess. Uh, April, no, no,
1: it's they ooze it.
0: They <laughs> ooze, ooze. They ooze. <laughs> uh, but April and Casey, Casey Senior. Father. Senor. Were. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I can't. My mouth wants to talk like that now. Why should you do that? I, <laughs> this is so hard not to do. Uh, <laughs> you just derailed me so hard. Uh, but they were affected by the, expo- the continued exposure Which is funny because there's a Superman comic where, like, they accuse people getting cancer from the fact that he's affected by the sun's radiation and that he is radioactive. And he gives cancer to, like, the people closest to him. What? So, because he's radioactive, radioactive. Why is he radioactive?
1: You know what? (laughs) I'm letting go. I'm turning over a new leaf. In 2024,
0: that is because how does Lois Lane then survive? I'm she doesn't. Letting it go. Supposedly, I think in that story she has cancer. I'm going to pull it up, <laughs> and I think it might be written by Grant Morrison. I'd have to. Ch-
2: <laughs> Darn you, Grant! I'm going
0: to. I'm. We're going to pull it up. I don't remember the details. I read it years ago now. Um So if if anybody, Logan, if you're screaming <laughs> at, at your radio. <laughs> Send us an email at longbox at and let us know what I've forgotten. Give us a call again. Um, anyway, so uh, Casey and April were affected by mutagens. So their daughter, a- I said it, I almost said April. Casey has like super speed and super strength. She is abnormally powerful. She is mutated. Right. The ooze that runs in her veins, slightly mutated. Yeah, I'm not saying like deformed, okay, or like, a, but she is faster, stronger. She heals goes faster. further. She's she has healing a, factor.
1: She's just a little oozy. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, so, uh, yeah, I like that that moment where she tries to get him to teach her. And they have that little sp- impromptu sparring moment. And it's it's like one of the good, establishing, heartfelt moments between the two of them. And it kind of endears you to her character a little bit more, too, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing had really taken place where you, you necessarily were really behind her. But at that moment, I think that, that it kind of brings the reader into her character a little bit better. Um, and she ends up becoming a very prominent character by the last issue she's splitting the the narrative she becomes kind of a secondary protagonist and she is Mm -hmm. the protagonist in the sequel so um as a teacher i believe so yeah that was my uh that was my favorite scene that's what i'm gonna say there are a lot of good ones in it um i like i said i really enjoyed splinter and donatello's last stand Mm -hmm. um and it also establishes why Hiroto's so terrible as a human being. I think. Yeah. I mean,
1: Donatello is the best turtle.
0: Yes, although this, he's like here's Mikey. Mikey's the one that survived. Mikey's the one that wins in the end. I thought I was like, Will would pick a thing where Mikey's like the best turtle, whatever. I mean, I do
2: have the Michelangelo thing <laughs> on my keychain. Key That's adorable.
0: It is. It, it is was a key. gift from a friend. Cool.
2: Who so, who listens to the podcast? Thank you. But doesn't
0: work. Thank with you, you, friend. Who doesn't work with no, you? No, <laughs> uh, that was funny. So, did you have a favorite character? April. Really? Yeah. Because she was a scientist.
1: <laughs> sure. Let's go I with was...
0: that. No, really...
1: <laughs> no. I just really liked her relationship with her daughter and with Michelangelo, and yeah. all of those interactions. Hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for that final fight scene, it probably would have been one of those scenes that were my favorite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's a really well developed character in this. Like, yeah, really good. I agree. Mm-hmm. And she's like a general in the rebellion. She's like their leader. Right. Sarah Connor. It's a trap. He's an admiral. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you said the rebellion. That's the first thing I thought uh, of. Yeah, I know. What about you? I think you know. Is it going to be Michelangelo? It's going to be Michelangelo.
1: <laughs> what? Mind blown.
0: Yeah. Not really. Good job.
2: I mean, he was my favorite turtle before. And And he still is.
0: And now he's just even more of your favorite turtle because he's a survivor. Uh, My favorite character will not be a villain this time. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to pick Casey because I thought for a a new character, they did a pretty good job creating somebody new that felt like like you were... Invested enough, interested enough that the fact that she's clearly going to be a focal piece of the sequel, yeah. I feel like her character was interesting enough that yeah, I could see her being uh worth reading the sequel about i did I can see that it ha- adding value yeah so um and and just being I think it's challenging to take a story at, with such established characters like. April and Mikey and stuff really being at the forefront and adding a character who's going to share a lot of screen time that's new that feels like a good character. I think I think they did a good job. So. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to say Casey. Did you have a least favorite scene?
1: I'm going to say any scene with the mousers in it. Because I just, I don't know what it is. I don't care for them.
0: Just in general. Just in general. Well, just so you know, when we go back and we read the second part to the original series, mm-hmm. like the next issue or two or whatever, it's Mousers.
1: I, I understand, <laughs> and I'm, I'm accepting just a heads up. of I'm it. I'm just telling I'm you, heads just, up. <laughs> that, I, uh, maybe it's the name. I don't know. I don't know what it is I don't like about them. I don't like them.
0: Yeah. A staple of Every version of Ninja Turtles has yep. Mousers. So that is just going to be your pet peeve when they show up. That's going to be yep. the thing that you do not like. So scenes with Mousers. Interesting. Did you have a scene you didn't like?
2: Um, I mean, not really. Not one that was, like, super detrimental. I I thought it was kind of random. So, like, towards the end, it might have been, like, the last issue we read where... Casey, the daughter, finds out, you know, she has mutagen. But, like, right before she has that conversation, you see Mikey with the um, Splinter's journal, and he writes something in it. Or it looks like he puts something in it. And then she says that. So it's like, oh, he told her, but then you find out that that's not what happened. So it's like, how did she. She's like. Came up with that on her own, I guess. I don't know.
1: That's how they sold it.
0: That she understood. She
1: feels like she's known for a long time because she's always been faster, stronger than her peers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can just
2: like kind of reason that out for yourself. But it was. Are you talking
0: about like when she punches the concrete and she's like, why didn't you tell me? Because I'm clearly different.
2: Yeah. Like that was just kind of like this random moment. I don't know if it needed it.
0: I th- I don't like, think it was bad, but no. But like not, as far as I'm not dissing your choice. I
2: mean, it made they they needed to create some manner of conflict between her and her mom, because then that comes in later when Casey goes down and is trying to save her mom, who, which was a cool she, scene.
0: That was a cool scene too. Yeah, who she's assumes
2: she's drowning because they shut off the power, and so their the layer the starts layer starts flooding as she, she's trying to get the old drains back up and running. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my gosh, my mom's still down there, but her mom's already prepared and has a scuba suit, and she doesn't. And so it kind of just shows her like she's still young and hot-headed and
0: hmm.
1: slightly mutated.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, young, hot-headed, and slightly mutated. That's a shirt. That <laughs> <That's>... is. <laughs> oh, this, is, this uh, issue has a ton of good shirt ideas. Good job. Yeah, I'm trying.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if uh, that was just me trying to come up with something. Anyway, yeah. What yeah, about like, you, Chris?
0: Um, I, I feel like there was a scene that I was kind of eye-rolled at, and I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't know if this was it, but it is the scene where Shredder kills the guy he's, like, sparring with. I'm just like, listen.
3: <laughs> oh, like I get Shredder it, Beyond?
0: Yeah, sh- sorry. Sorry, Shredder Beyond. Hiroto. Um. When he, when he kills, like, his first guy, when he's like, come at me, fight me like you mean it. And then they, like, the one guy cuts him, and then he kills him. Right. <laughs> and that's such, like, a cliche. Like, granted, I get that Ninja Turtles is supposed to be, like, an homage to a lot of that kind of stuff. And in cu- old, like, kung fu movies, like, that's, that's what they did. And that's what bad guys seem to do. In I mean, Vader does that, right? Every time Vader gets angry, he, like, kills the guy he gets mad at. Right. But sometimes I'm just like, come on. Clearly, if these are the guys that you had sparring with you, these are supposed to be like your elite. They're probably part of your guard, and you're gonna get rid of one of your best dudes every time you get angry because they like get a hit in on you. I don't know. I just it. Part of me is just like that is every time. I'm just like that is silly. That's just a silly trope.
1: It is. It is. Of course, thought it was.
2: You you say that, and it reminds me of the robot chicken Star Wars. (laughs) Where like it's the meaning of all the, like the little like his little generals and stuff, and they say, Ah, oh, he thinks he has the power to force choke us. Honestly, he doesn't. And then they we fake just it. pretend. <laughs> and so we're gonna train you on how to fake being choked, and then we're gonna put a mustache on you and all of a sudden you're gonna become Sergeant Leopold. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is ridiculous and hilarious. So... Uh So, yeah, it's not, again, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Will. Um, I didn't really have a scene that I was like, I didn't like that. That was probably just one that stood out as being like, "Ah, I just think that's silly.
1: I mean, why do you think I picked the Mousers?
0: Yeah, right? Because you're just like. I don't really have a scene I don't really, you're like, I never like Mousers, so I'm going to pick that. Right. Yeah. Did you have a least favorite character?
1: I mean, you'll never guess.
0: Is it going to be a Mouser? Yes. You just, as care you're like, if they're on I'm the sticking page... That's i
1: with. The, the problem, I, it was really well written. I can't really pick a least favorite yeah. character. Yeah. So, I'm going with Mousers.
0: I accept your answer. Yeah. <laughs> no. What Good about job. you?
2: Uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, what's his name, Stockholm? Stockman? Stockman? Yeah. Baxter yeah. Stockman. The
1: creator of Skynet. Yeah. The creator.
2: Yeah, He. Uh, he's kind of... Underwhelming is a bad guy, I guess.
0: I mean, yeah. He he,
2: he just gets beaten by whoever Dr. Honeycutt is. He was a robot guy. I think
0: <laughs> Fugitoid? Fugitoid, yeah. 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 Which is awesome. See, that's one of those things that as a Turtles fan, when they showed Fugitoid's head, I was like, that is awesome. It was honest. one of
2: those it was one of those things that I'm like if I would, if I had known more about turtles when I read this, I'd probably be like,
0: oh it, no, for real. Because like, it felt
2: like a reveal. It was like, a huge
0: reveal.
1: Fugitoid sounds like a band name.
0: Like super be, Murgatroid. Right. They could be our band name. I don't think it can we're be. gonna start a
1: band. Look, I, I still need to learn my saxophone.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh so yeah. I get that. Fugitoid is from the future, and he's in pretty much every single turtle se- series in some capacity
1: but we were in the future,
0: yeah, but he's from like
1: so was that the time he was from
0: no oh he well actually in that version maybe he 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 would he he, he he i'm porgy piggin over here <laughs> <laughs> he he not <Lash, laughs> all folks. Uh, He's, he's from Dimension X. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, he's not from the future. He's from Dimension X. So, uh, uh, yeah. pretty much all the time. I think I was wrong. He's from Dimension X. Cool. He's a scientist whose consciousness is put into an Android body that oh, he created. That's fun. Yes, and he does come to play in the IDW series. And in the originals. He's from the original series. He's like issue nine or eight or something. I don't know. I don't know. I have it. I have the original issue. It's all beat up. but Hmm. Anyway, Um, my least favorite character is going to be Hiroto. And not because he's like the bad guy. It isn't like when we said the devil or like, it's just, he's, he's, He's kind of a little bit of Asriel, okay? He does have a little he Asriel. He is him. a little Asriel. He's whiny mama's boy, okay? He.
1: <laughs> Even though he kills mama.
0: He does.
1: So I don't know how much of a mama's boy he is.
0: Well, but he. It was like. He, he was like, was my mom's fault. I hate her. Kind of vibe to him. So he has and mommy troubles. He has mommy issues. Mommy issues. He has mommy issues. Right. And. He just sometimes he was just a little too bratty feeling for me. He Mm. felt just like a spoiled rich kid.
1: I mean, it basically wasn't he.
0: I mean, yeah, that's the problem. He was annoying to me sometimes. I was like, listen, this kid just needs Mikey. Needs you bring that spanking because this kid needs discipline, and he did.
1: Mikey did.
0: He he brought it. He did. So in the end, I would say Hiroto, just because he was whiny and annoying sometimes. He was a little as real once in a while. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> Mousers.
0: Anything else you guys want to mention? I think we hit it all.
1: No, yeah, I'm
2: good.
0: I think we covered it pretty,
2: pretty,
1: pretty extensively.
2: Yeah, extensively.
0: I would agree. Yeah. Because I kept wanting to in that in that initial part. I was like, wow. Blah, blah. <laughs> but what are we going to rate it out of? What would be a good one? Size. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrong kind. Of
1: foot soldiers.
0: Like robo- How many foot- Robo feet? foot soldiers. Mousers.
1: Oh, we could oh, do mousers. Well, we oh, jeez. We could.
0: We can do mousers. That's kind of funny. That makes it ironic <laughs> a little bit. Although, oh, that scene where he goes to fight uh, Hiroto at the end, and he's just yeah. annihilated every guard. Like, you see him fight his way through all the guards in the first issue. Right. Yeah. Which was cool. It was a cool was. opening. Mm-hmm. You got to see him fight the gauntlet. But in the end, they skipped all the fighting and just showed everybody dead in all the hallways and stairwells and stuff. Right. That was cool. That was a cool scene. But anyway, yeah. you said foot soldiers, and that's when my brain went, oh, yeah, sure. all those dead ones. <laughs>
1: We're not rating anything by dead foot soldiers.
0: Oh, we could do it by dead turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Or no. Okay. Dang it. That was a a runner up idea. (laughs) Okay. We can do it out of mousers. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And I haven't even been drinking.
1: I mean, technically. Okay. I haven't been drinking
0: alcohol. There you go. So, Patrick, out of five mousers.
1: I mean, I, I liked it enough, I would recommend it. So, five. <gasps>
0: oh, I oh. had to take his rule.
1: I had to take my rule.
0: Because well, I was also going to give it a five. That doesn't surprise uh, me. Ah, diggity. <laughs> and we all, <laughs> do we have to ask Chris what he thinks of a Ninja Turtles? See, so
1: you're going to say three, right?
0: Hey, to be fair, I didn't give all the Batmans five. I know, Okay. You didn't. No, it's a five. Um, I could give it a little less because those types of stories aren't always my thing. But the fact I enjoy this one so much, I think that that's a testament to how well it's written. So I'll give it five. Another solid five. Another solid five. We'll have to do the, the we'll have to do the spinoff mm-hmm. mini series. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have they to check other. out more. But uh, now, normally we haven't been saying what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. We kind of kick that to the curb. Right. We're not doing that anymore but we are now what just for What's this it? issue because so we're locked is...
1: in for next week is what you're telling me
0: well ish <laughs> 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 do you guys know what is about to change
1: everything <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to. Uh, it's going to become February. Yeah, it is. Yes,
0: and we have plans for February. We're, we're doing the couples. Thing. We're gonna be visiting some couples. And by the way, by the way, and by, by, the, by. the way, I want to bean feast. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this podcast today. I
2: don't know what he said. It sounded like I want a bean feast.
0: <laughs> it is. It's from Willy Wonka.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I've... Good job. You picked it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: You're picking up what he's
0: laying down. So I did some research trying to plan these couples, right? Yeah. And we know that my wife suggested (laughs) Nightwing and Starfire.
3: Okay. That
0: was one. And that's an old school one. I think they may have even had like a failed wedding issue or something like that. I don't remember.
2: I think, yeah, because they were going to have a wedding, but then Raven kinda of got crazy and so he had to leave and what
0: I didn't know anything I may, about this. i, my mind I may have is currently... just, <laughs> what?
2: I may have just spoiled it, but there you go.
0: Wow. My sorry my jaws <laughs> just what? my mouth is literally hanging open right now. Oh uh, <laughs> <I, okay>, uh, <laughs> they he I, broke me. <laughs>
2: I, I was literally just about to say I broke Chris. You did? <laughs> Pull yourself
0: together, man. (laughs) I'm still beside myself that you even knew what was going on. Because it's like an issue from like the 80s or something. Like, dude, you're blowing my mind. (laughs) Actually, I think it'd be the night. Anyway, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Be sure you're checking the description in the podcast. If you're reading along and you're like, couples month, I'm down. Uh, Then make sure you check the description. We will always have what we're reading listed in the description for the next week's episode. That is correct. So please do give give yes. us a, give us a like, review us on all of your podcast websites. And come on, you know we need it. We do need, we it. need it. We need it. We need bad. your we need your traffic, okay? Should help oh, help my us gosh. get some more people.
2: That's why we don't. Pat he parts all the traffic. <laughs> it's the Pat <laughs> magic
1: coming back to bite us in the end. <laughs> I, I can't confirm or deny this Um,
0: so yeah so i hope you're all looking we we are excited to do couples month i think and hopefully uh you you get to enjoy that along with us yeah so
1: be a lot of fun yeah 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 well Well, i guess that means i'm patrick this is will
0: and i'm chris and we are guys with issues
1: (laughs) so many issues You can
2: catch
0: Guys With Issues on (laughs) any...
2: You can catch Guys With Issues wherever you can find your favorite podcasts.
1: Or check out our website, guyswithissues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists, follow along, and get to know us better.
0: Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listener. Listen, they his statistics. whole family is like that. Okay, <laughs> they think Pat has magic. They do. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing, <laughs> but they do. And it, Pat's family thinks that he basically has like the easiest route of everything all the time. That's probably including games.
1: No, it, it's mainly with <laughs> driving. They I, they swear traffic parts for me as I drive down the road.
0: He's like the Moses of the highway. <laughs> Uh, the apart all the red so, lights. And- so
1: like, yeah, so like if I come up to a stop sign on a normally busy street and then I stop and look both ways and then I can drive out, they call that a, um, Paul pulling a Patrick. Mm. There are times where I have been driving up to a railroad crossing and a train just leaves <laughs> as I get up there and they call that a super
3: Patrick.
1: <laughs> I think they're crazy. They swear that their uh, their uh, commutes are much harder than mine all the time. And I I just I don't believe them.
0: I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't believe I've you. I've been with pa- okay. This is going on the record. <sighs> I have been with Patrick and seen red light after red light before. We've been stopped by a train. Yeah, it it, it happens. Is n- it's not a thing. It's I mean, not it a sort thing. of is. I'm he- vouching for Patrick.
2: When Pat and I were on <laughs> oh, our way down no. He's got it the opposite, sorry. <laughs> when Pat and I were on our way to Fan Expo yeah. into Chicago, uh huh, the oncoming lane was just jam-packed with cars. Okay, like for like two miles of solid, just like stop traffic, right? We go to Fan Expo, we have a great time, we're heading back, crystal clear. No <laughs> stops, nothing. We just sail right on through. So Pat's family, you're right. (laughs) Just
3: keep on keeping on. I tried. I tried Uh, to finally. I
1: tried as well, but they they don't believe me.